BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. It's a podcast. Can Bobby sing? It's a podcast about podcasts. About podcasts. Can you sing it? Podcasts, 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 podcasts. It's a podcast about podcasts, about podcasts. Welcome back to the pod club. So ever since I became a mom about five years ago, I've really enjoyed listening to shows that help me connect with my kids as a parent, but also shows that help me figure out how to do this weird parenting thing in the world. And it is. Being a parent is strange and no one tells you exactly how to do it. Now, there's podcasts that are for kids. One of those shows came out pretty recently, and I've got to say, I freaking binge this thing so hard. It's called Finding Raffi. It is all about iconic children's singer Raffi, the one named Wonder. It's about Raffi's music, his life, and his philosophy about how adults should connect with the little people in their world. The show is hosted by comedian and relatively new dad, Chris Garcia. The two of us sat down to talk about what it was like to get to chat with the one and only Rafi and how podcasts have helped Chris understand and connect with his own family. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the pod club. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So I have been listening to a lot of Finding Rafi. And what I have to tell our audience right off the bat is that listening to this podcast is going to make you real happy. It is going to make you smile. You say this in the show, but I think it's because 
so many of us just have such warm feelings and warm memories associated with Rafi that it's impossible not to conjure all of those while listening to your podcast. So I I was so just I had this big smile on my face when I was driving around listening to Finding Rafi today. Well, that's so nice of you to say. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's written some of the happiest songs ever, you know, and they come from a very genuine place. And in just talking to him and getting to know him, it's almost, you know, we're living in kind of dark times, but it's almost been like a salve to my heart and my life to be able to, you know, learn about these songs and listen to them and share them with my um, now almost one-year-old daughter. It's been such a cool experience getting to know him at this time in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask how old your daughter Sunny is because you, you talk about her a lot in the show. I want to start by asking you, do you have a favorite Rafi song? Man, that that's a really tough question. Um, it kind of changes from time to time. Uh, right now, I like thanks a lot. I find it very mm. soothing mm-hmm. and very reflective. Um, but like Baby Beluga is just so powerful. It's such a good, catchy song. I wonder if I'm Growing was an early favorite because I'd never heard a song like that that was so vulnerable and pretty. That yes. kind of sounded like it was for adults. But right now, I'm going to go with thanks a lot. Yeah, I feel like Baby Beluga is an easy one to call a favorite. Yeah. I love a banana phone, I have to say. <sighs> banana phone, it still slaps. It is an all-time banger in my book. From the very beginning, the it's like, I know, wow, I this is a <laughs> anthem. Uh, the story behind it's really interesting. We cover it in the podcast, but he kind of walked away from children's music for a while. And that's the song he came back with. And it's like, wow. Raph is back. <laughs> it's wow. such a, it's kind of such like, a catchy, it's kind of like fun when, song. Um, Rivers Cuomo of Weezer walked away and then Island in the Sun is the song that he came back with. And you're like, there he is. There he there's, is. There's, right there's there. our guy. Right there. He's back. He's back. I liked what you said in the first episode about how it, it does feel like Rafi, and I feel like this podcast, Finding Rafi, is exactly what we, we need right now in this kind of dumpster fire of two years because his songs and his story are filled with hope and togetherness. And he really does. You, you hit the nail right on the head when you said he slows, I think he slows down time. And I think that's something that we all kind of need right now. I mean, you're right. I've I've seen him slow down time in like my, like Sonny will have like a, a, a fit or she'll, um, you know, become cranky or something and i will put on banana phone or baby beluga in the car and she'll just like become completely silent (laughs) it's like this magical thing and i think it becomes it comes from such a beautiful place in his heart and he's so genuine and he really believes these things and i think children understand that like he's tapped into that i mean it's tapped into me as an adult it's just especially during these trying times to talk about respect and togetherness and play and silliness and like taking care of the environment and Mm -hmm. eating well all these things that we have lost track of he's been you know talking about since 1975 and 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 consistently and um it just you're right it's it's perfect for right now even listening to it myself i know i'm like that felt nice. That's so nice. <laughs> just, yeah, I just I just want some niceness in the world is what I want yeah. right now. And you you say this too, and obviously the podcast does a lot more than just 
talk about the joy and the hope that Rafi brings to the world. But you say there's so much more to Rafi than we might think. What is that? And what are some of the things that you dive into in this podcast? Well, just like anybody, um, he's a regular person that's complicated and comes from complicated and, you know, oftentimes trying like roots. And so one thing that I um, felt right away from him is like me, he's like the child of immigrants that fled um, like my parents fled Cuba in the 60s um, and his parents, they fled uh, Turkish occupied Cairo, they're Armenian, and he like me, lives between worlds like a lot of us do. Like he's he's Armenian, live, grew up in Canada, and I'm Cuban-American growing up in Los Angeles. And so he knows what it's like to feel othered or, or feel like you never quite belong. Like you have one foot in one world and one foot in the other. And like any of us, just searching for self. And a lot of this comes from kind of a dark place or trauma and he's just trying to process it. And you could kind of feel it in his music. Um, and just like me, I, it's so crazy how I, I didn't expect to relate to him so much. But like, you know, after college and me, like he's kind of this hippie guy plying his wares, like his hair grows out so long. He's got a huge beard and his parents are like, who's this weird beardo that we raised in this traditional Armenian household? I was the same way where I was like, I've got long hair. I'm in a band. And like, it's something that a lot of us, um, you know, people like first generation, second generation children of immigrants have or, or anybody. Actually, it's like the struggle of finding your own person based on where you come from and where your family comes from. And I thought that was really interesting and like really relatable. Um, yeah. That's just like one of the many ways that I, I feel like, well, I had no idea because this these songs are so happy. They feel like they come from a happy machine or like there's some sort of algorithm that just created this. And like, yeah. no, this is a thoughtful person processing the difficulties of his life and um, sharing what he's learned with others and hoping that they uh, feel better about themselves, too. Well, and you you got to interview him and I thought it was so powerful when he said, you know, he didn't always have the easiest childhood. You know, there were times when he was hit as a child and how what he desperately wanted as a kid was to be respected and that that is what so many kids want. They want to feel respected. They want to feel like a person in the world. And his songs try to convey that. Very early on, actually, I sort of steeped myself in an informal education of what is childhood? Who are these impressionable young beings who happen to be fun and spontaneous and at times more than we can handle? <laughs> you know, who are these beings and what do they need and so on? You know, and I think I gained a sense of my own self as a child. You know, what did I feel when I was younger and so on. And it was not all rosy for me in my childhood. Mocked and humiliated at times, and I was hit, and I, I couldn't square that with the fact that I knew I was loved. So why didn't I feel respected for who I felt I was? Respect. This is a word that kept coming up over and over again in my conversations with Rafi. It's a word he studied, dissected, even meditated on. It's not enough to say we need love. As the Beatles song said, all you need is love, which is true. 
what kind of love do we need? And the word respectful came up. It's so powerful to even look back at our own lives and be like, was I really respected? Like when I when we, you know, we're talking about respect, I had no idea if I was respected as a child or not. I had to ask my mom about it because you don't really know. Like you really think of respect as like you respect your elders and not as a, a two way street, you know, and the fact that he, you know, f- grew up feeling disrespected and um, now is a, a complete champion of it. I mean, that's pretty much the theme of the entire podcast. I feel like it's really unifying and I feel like everyone could use a little more respect, <laughs> you know, like we can even show respect. Sometimes I find myself unintentionally disrespecting my own daughter in a way that's like even the smallest things like I'll just like pick up and grab her and change her. Instead of being mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to pick you up and then I'm going to change you because um I think you need to be changed. And uh, and but instead, like, I've just been thinking more of like how I would want to be handled. I don't mm-hmm. want to be kids. They're just entering this world and they're being yanked around and thrown on a table and having their diapers changed. It's caused me like to slow down and thinking about every intention that I have when when, you know, I'm with my daughter and other people now, too. Not that oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm not, I'm straight up not a disrespectful person, but I've thought of ways where like, oh, I can actually be more respectful in these ways. And it's, it just, it feels really nice, you know, and kids pick up on it. They really, kids are born so smart and they absorb so much that I, I just want to nurture my daughter and, you know, raise her in a respectful way. Um, and then in turn, she would respect other people. It's really yes, nice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love I, and I love that, you know, doing this deep dive on Rafi helped you ref- reflect on that and helped you reflect on what kind of father you wanted to be in order to raise the kind of kid that you want to raise. I feel so blessed for this. And I'm not one of those people that uses the word blessed all the time. <laughs> I don't really throw that word around. But for this podcast to recur during my first year of fatherhood has just been incredible. Like it has been an incredible experience to talk to Rafi and reflect on the true meaning of his music and his life and his legacy, but also to talk to all the experts that are kind of have analyzed his music or know him or his causes and stuff. Um, I feel like it's changed the trajectory of my parenting, which is just, it's been really wonderful. And I've been reflecting a lot about it because it's Sunny's first birthday on Sunday. And I, I feel like I've been given a gift by being around Rafi's presence and just like going on this journey with him. You know, I, I feel like I've been very fortunate for that. Because when you're a parent, I don't know if you have kids, but that first year, oh, you're I've like, got a t- oh, I've got a two I don't four year old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you're it. like, you're a mess. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you I'm have no idea I'm, what's I'm, going I'm on all the time. Yes. Your brain, you're not really thinking that much. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of reacting to fires that are happening all the time. And this has given me an opportunity to just kind of step back for a second. Just a, 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 that's all you really need is like a brief second to, you know, ponder all these things. Uh, and it's been really wonderful. Yeah. Here we are. Awesome. Well, so nice to see you and um, talk to you, Rafi. Thank you so much for making the time. Let me first ask you, what is your daughter's name? Oh, my daughter's name is Sunny. Sunny? Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. We named her after the song by Bobby Hebb. We named her after that song. Well, let's dedicate this whole 
podcast series to Sunny and her bright future because that's what we all want for the children we love. Did you have a favorite part of this podcast? I'd have to say my two favorite moments so far are when he dedicated the podcast to my daughter. Oh. Like, I almost wept. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. Not I, that he's I a want... deity or anything, but, like, who would even, even think of doing something like that, <laughs> you know? Is to, like... I almost uh, wept. Chris, I was in my car going to the post office, and I had to pull over because I got really teary when he dedicated the podcast to your daughter. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then... He met, the, uh, like, he met Sonny via Zoom, and we brought Sonny into this studio, and, like, the way their faces lit up, and the way, like, it, like, it's almost like he transformed in a weird way, <laughs> like, it was like he became, like, the, the, the singer on stage, and they just shared this really beautiful moment that I just, I think I'll never forget, um, like, how often, it was, it's like meeting Big Bird, or Kermit the Frog, <laughs> or something mm-hmm. like that when you're a little kid, and um, you know, I, I'm not sure she'll remember it or even he'll remember it because I'm sure he meets kids all the time, but I, I feel like he would. But seeing that and that connection, um, it was it's it was so palpable for me. Just them looking at each other through a screen, which is so impersonal. Mm-hmm. But I it was like, there's a connection here. You know, these we carry these things our whole lives, mm-hmm. these powerful moments. Um, and yeah. And you get to be the person that did that. I mean, that's just that's just so magical. It really is. Well, you know, sometimes they say like, "Don't meet your heroes," but this was a cool. <laughs> like I was like, I got to meet a hero. Like that I didn't even know hero. was a hero. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, and it was and a good like, hero I, to meet. This is the right hero. Yeah, totally cool at this crazy time in my life. And I'm glad that people are enjoying it. And people are kind of coming out of the woodwork being like, I haven't thought of Rafi in such a long time. Now that I'm thinking about him, wow, what an impact he's on in my life and get to learn this all this behind the scenes stuff that's just so interesting. Because you just think like Kermit the Frog is just a frog that's sitting there and just says all this amazing stuff. But so much like love and heart and thought goes into everything. And uh, especially with him, he's such an intentional person um, and so specific about everything he does. It's been very inspiring. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. 
So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Well, I want to switch gears for a quick second and talk about your other podcast uh, that I also recently started listening to, Scattered, that you did in 2019 with WNYC. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'm a I'm a comedian, and my parents they're refugees from Cuba, and um, a lot of my act is centered around my dad, my relationship with my dad, and funny stories about my dad. And then in about 2007, he got Alzheimer's disease, uh, which he died from ten years later in 2017. And I found out I was just recording a random set for WNYC for their show, Two Dope Queens. And it was a day I found out my dad only had a couple days to live. And I almost canceled the performance. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I just did the show and it like I just poured my heart out. And WNYC was really moved by the performance. And a week later asked if like, would you be interested in doing a podcast or anything like that? And um, my dad had died just a couple days prior to that. And oh I was like, I am, I'm in no headspace to yeah, make a yeah. podcast right now because my father had just died. And they said, um, anytime you, you know, we're big fans. So sorry to hear about your dad. If you ever go on the road or want to record anything, like we'll come to you and we'll record. And I was like, wow, oh, that's really nice. Gift. Wow. Yeah. So six months later, I'm on the road and I'm in Miami uh, my mom happens to be there um, dealing with her. Her parents had also just passed and she was like taking care of their house and getting it ready to sell and stuff. And I called WNYC and I was like, hey, I don't know what, but like what's happening. But my mom's at the, the house my parents immigrated to. Do you want to record me and my mom? <laughs> and so they flew to uh, to Miami and we spoke to my mom for like seven hours and it was this incredible conversation. And within that conversation, uh, my mom revealed that my dad's dying wish was to be scattered off the coast of Cuba. And she had, she did not want to do it. She was like, I am not ever going back to Cuba. I don't know why dad wanted 
this. In our conversation, I pushed back and I was like, if that's dad's dying wish, we have to do it. Mm-hmm. So this the podcast grew pretty much from that moment. And it's it's um, a deep dive into my my dad's past and my parents' beautiful relationship. They were married for 53 years. And I, um, since my dad had gotten Alzheimer's and I didn't really get to know him that much, I have those conversations that you have while you're an adult with your parent because he had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. I didn't know everything about him. And in this podcast, we go and I learned everything about my dad's life. And um, eventually, my mom and I go back to Cuba to scatter his ashes. And we recorded the whole thing. And um, I'll probably never be prouder of anything in my whole life. And then being able to share my mom and dad's life and their story together. It's been two and a half years since the day I bombed the eulogy at my dad's funeral. I've rewritten that moment in my head so many times. A single dignified tear rolls down my cheek. The crowd is hushed, utterly transfixed. I open with a story about my dad, like how he secretly did my science projects for me, so I was the only seventh grader with a workable solution for preventing another Exxon Valdez oil spill. The crowd laughs. Then I switch gears. I talk about what my dad sacrificed for our family, what he meant to us. People start to cry. But then I close on a joke so everyone could have a final laugh through their tears. Afterward, everyone lines up to tell me how much better my speech was than my sister's. Um, WNYC is amazing. And it it was just such a, it's like this. I don't know how these happen. These things happen at just particular big, huge moments of my life that I get to capture them. But the fact that I, I was grieving, but I got to express myself. Um, and show all the love I had for my dad um, in this podcast was just a really, it was really a special thing. And that's how I feel about finding Rafi too. Like the big, (laughs) my dad died and it just happened to be captured on podcast. And then, you know, my, my daughter was born four years later on the day after my dad died. Oh, wow. And so like, and it's, it's, it was so insane. Um, And then to be able to kind of, go through this another crazy stage in my life Mm -hmm. and kind of record you know have it recorded and documented and to do a new podcast has been I don't know it feels weird (laughs) like it's like how are these things happening I was like like, I hope nothing else happens for a while I don't know if my heart can take another podcast maybe I'll wait a couple years maybe but um yeah so I don't know. I'm I'm a comedian and stuff, and I'm funny for sure because it's what I do for a living. But buried down in here somewhere, there's a big heart, and it happens to come th- it comes through in the podcast format. What I what I do want to tell our audience is that I think scattered and finding Rafi are beautiful bookends to each other too. Because with scattered, you're on this journey as a son to discover your dad and who he was. And with Finding Rafi, you're really on a journey as a father. So I don't think that there's enough podcasts out there for dads to really come to terms with what what fatherhood means and how they how they got there, how they found their identity as a dad. There's a lot out there for moms. And so I just recommended both of your podcasts to my husband and he's going to start listening to them. But I can't recommend them enough for for anyone that wants to, you know, go through that 
journey and see see what it what it's like to rebuild your identity over and over again because that that is what happens when you become a parent you're rebuilding your identity you become a completely different person well thank you for saying that you've got me tearing up now but um it's really um you do rebuild yourself and in the moment you become a father or a mother or you, you you think of your parents like immediately and you think of everything about your whole relationship, what you have done to them, what they've done to you. And in a way, um, becoming a father, I get to love my dad all over again, which mm. is, uh, it's really sweet. And I get to love, I get to love her for both of us. And she, yeah. um, and it's really kind of, and I get, you know, it's so funny because my dad and I look like a lot alike, and Sonny and I look a lot alike. So she and looks like And you and like Rafi look a lot, a lot alike. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know it's what really it crazy. is, but yeah. a lot of thick eyebrows in this mm-hmm. world. <laughs> and um, but I just staring into um, my daughter's eyes and just looking at her, I get to give her all the love that maybe my dad didn't have as a kid. Oh yeah. Or I get to like repair things from the past of whoever along my family line had had a tough. Uh, life, I get to, um, I get to put all that love, all that missing love. I get to give it to her, and I think that's just really beautiful. And um, I mean, life is crazy. <laughs> but life for, is crazy. But to to it's come crazy. from something so sad as the death of my dad and experience the joy of fatherhood um, has just been. It's just been a beautiful, um, it's been a beautiful journey and I'm glad, um, you know, I was nervous about becoming a dad, but as soon as I saw her, I knew, um, I knew I was going to love it and that I would never feel so much love in my life. And it's been really cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. I like it more than I thought (laughs) I would like it. I do. It's wild. It's hard. It's hard. It's not man. easy. It could be. It's, a, it's a living nightmare a yeah, lot of the no, time. I'm drowning every day. Uh, every day <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just complete. I'm not gonna lie. No, it is. No, uh, no. It's nuts. Not far from a miserable experience, <laughs> but it's also, uh, you know, I live in a dystopia. Most... Is what? It's... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's also so so wonderful, and you'll never feel that amount of love. No. At, least, at least personally, I, I know it's not for everybody, but for me, it's just been such a lovely experience. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the Pod Club, Chris, and thank you for making this wonderful podcast that I want everyone to listen to right now. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about it and um, and scattered and everything. Uh, but yeah, everyone, please listen to Finding Rafi. Um, I think it'll make your day a little better. She That's it for the pod club today. Emotions got high at the end because Chris's show really does evoke so many messy, but also pretty beautiful and vulnerable feelings about parenthood and family. Finding Rafi has got something for everyone, not just parents, but for anyone who listened to Rafi growing up and anyone who wishes they'd listen to Rafi growing up. It's not too late. You can listen to Rafi right now. 
But after you do that, go and listen to Finding Rafi. All of the episodes are out now and you can just fly right through them. You will. You will. And if you want to get even more emotional afterwards, definitely listen to Chris's other show, Scattered. You're not going to regret it. The Pod Club is hosted by me, Joe Piazza. Our executive producers are me again and Emily Marinoff. Our producers are Mary Dew and Darby Masters. Our associate producer is Lauren Phillip. Our theme and additional music was composed by Aaron Kaufman. Aaron Kaufman is also our consulting producer. And special thanks to Nikki Itor, who was just a wonderful human being who I like to thank at the end of episodes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.